day of september 2020 how the year has flown first day of spring but if the weather is anything to go by it's like a classic case of south africans going around saying happy spring day and spring itself saying ah don't you dare those who know they know the month of heritage how about this for changing the narrative altogether. I'm sure many of you know Sonnet 116, Shakespeare's classic. How about this? Utando ailo tando lukwe kangu kutoka kwe meko. Alukotwa. Kwa hindi nino kushenga na ngali nyanzelo. Uwai. Lupao lunapagate. Oluti lumela nene nguitela. Lingu yiki nguigiswa. Ikanyetsa Alujikinge yure neviki. Kulo machiko chiko. Li nifuma ni umkomba nlela. Lunyame zela. Pansikwe meko. Ezi matungo. Ukuba uku nikuchoyo. Ukubo nanjena mambunge. Andisayo kupala. And what that gentleman was saying is this, let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love, which alters when it alteration finds, or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark, whose worth unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but it bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error, and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. William Shakespeare has now become Malibongwe Mduaba. Malibongwe Mduaba has now become a William Shakespeare, a beautiful, a beautiful translation and rendition of that sonnet 116 by William Shakespeare by our friend of the show, Malibongwe Mduaba. Mamum Dende, good evening. Our guest this evening on the Tuesday Takeover. As all of you know and have become accustomed to the viewpoint, this is what we do on Tuesdays. We bring in strong voices. We bring in people who could never discuss the issues they will be discussing like we could. So 
Mamundende is our guest this evening. She's the commissioner at the commission. Um, it's such a long one, but it's essentially the CRL commission, the commission for religious, I mean, commission for the protection and, you see, commission for oh, the promotion wow. and protection of the rights of cultural, religious and linguistic communities. Mamundende, Dr. Mdende, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you this evening? Good evening, Tanam. Good evening to SAFM listeners. I'm Nokozolamdende from the commission with a long name. That commission <clears throat> is called the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious, and Linguistic Communities. I'm fine. Thank you. Excellent. Let's talk about who you are and what your life's passion is. Of course, you are no stranger to the Xhosa folk or for the people in the traditional studies of this country, more particularly religious studies, African traditional religion in particular. Just give us, if you like, a dip into your life, into your work, specifically in relation to African traditional religion, so that the listener at home who might not be familiar with your work has a sense as to who our takeover guest of this evening is. Nokuzolam uh, Dende was born and bred in Willowvale, Kukachan, in the Eastern Cape. Uh, she is a staunch believer and practitioner of African traditional religion. And she has studied also, besides practicing and believing in it, she has studied a comparative analysis uh, between. African traditional religion and Christianity, because this is what is happening in most uh, uh, African communities in South Africa. Some are African religion, some are, are Christian, and sometimes people confuse African religion with um, diviners, sangomas, or herbalists, or African-initiated churches. Or as some they call it, the traditional leaders, and say, ah, African traditional religion is faith specific. It's a religion on its own, and it's not an exclusive culture. And most people confuse a, 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 a African religion as a, as a culture. And yet, if you study all religions, religion as faith is something from within. From within, but when you practice it, it out, you use the tools that are around you. That's where culture comes in because you use the language that you are speaking, and language carries the culture of the people, and you use the tools that are in front of you. So, all religions are expressed in their respective cultures. So, that is what I'm saying, and I've, I, 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 I specialized in religious studies from my junior degree and from my uh, honors and my master's and in in my PhD I did African traditional religion. It's exclusive now on African traditional religion as a faith specific. That is why now uh, I'm the uh, first one who mm. even introduced it on SADC in 1995, and we have written books to teach people about this faith 
specific religion that people are believing it in. And some think that this is something from the rural areas. No, it's being practiced by most Africans. But some of them practice it as culture. And because we're told that religion is Christianity, now they think religion is Christianity, what they are practicing is culture. I'm saying this is faith on its own. So that is what now our campaigning was saying. Guys, come out early. Again, we were told that this is um, outdated and this is a practice of the illiterate, so if, if of the uncivilized and uh, uneducated. And they're saying, uh-uh, we are educated. If education is defined from the West, we are educated, but we believe in this religion. And if you compare even with other religions, the same things that we are believing, they are believing, but it's just in a different context. So stand up, be strong in your faith. Don't be scared. Don't be intimidated by anybody. Mm-hmm. This is what we are doing. Fantastic. Mama and we have written take... a lot of books, and I have spoken globally about this religion as an independent religion, but I must be honest, it was an upheaval, but now it's I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And we're going to ask you just to take a short little break with us, please, Mamum Denda, because it is 20 past. We're going to take just a minute because we have to obviously pay for the bills. And then when we return, I'm sure there would be a listener out there on 0891-104-207 who certainly would have a question or two. I know I have three or four after the break. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. My guest this evening, who is going to be taking over in just over six minutes, Dr. Noguzola Mdende. She is the commissioner at the Commission for the Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural religious and linguistic communities. On top of what she has said, she's also a freelance presenter of African traditional religion on the second biggest radio station in the country, Umtrabuwenene, of course. Her program there, Ibuzwa, Gwabapambili, has won an award for the best heritage practitioner from the Eastern Cape Department of Sports, Recreation, Arts and Culture. And we are specifically focusing just for the next two or three minutes on her work, particularly promoting African traditional religion and how it is an exclusive religion on its own, separate from what we now might refer to as Christianity. But on that point, perhaps I just want to ask a question of clarity, Mamum Dende. If I say Kamata, who or what is Kamata? Who or what is the African deity? that is the God equivalent or Allah equivalent, generally speaking, for the African people, or before Christianity became anything that we now know it to be in the early part of the 19th century on this continent, what were Africans doing in relation to a deity? Yo, that will leave 30 minutes. But one thing you forgot in, in my bio is that in uh, 20... 2017, my program, won the best weekend show in all the radio stations in South Africa. My program.
at Mutobwele. I'm sure I would need another 30 minutes. That is my boss, my station manager. Thank you, Maya. For allowing African religion to be a part of uh, of the station. Okay, now Excellent. let's come to, to to your answer. First of all, once we we use these terms deity again, these are borrowed terms. We can see most the Greek terms, right? Now, le, 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 before uh, uh, Christianity came, Africans were practicing. They are still practicing, not something of the past, as some of people believe. Practicing, they were practicing and believing their own religion. And the, the belief in the Creator and the belief in ancestors and belief in the communal way of life and practicing our rituals to solve that communal of life and the relationship between the spiritual and the living. Now let's come to the Kamata that you have mentioned. You, you must understand that a language carries the culture of the people. So in all the languages, in all the religions, they have a name or names of the Creator. That is why Amakosa were calling Kamada or Umdali, Abesutu Mudimo, and uh, Muslim Allah, and the uh, Judaism, Yahweh, and in Yahweh, it's another thing, Yahweh, and the, and if you look, and even, even with the Bible, there were so many names according to the different groups. That is why they've got Eloi, Elohim, El Sadai, and so on. So this is a linguistic a difference of calling of calling of calling God the Creator. So believe in that. But what happened now is when the missionaries came, they said, "I will quote missionary from the camp who arrived amongst the Cossacks when he wrote to the in 1804 to the London Missionary Society." Said, "If these people have got a religion, it's a false religion because they don't believe." in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What he did mm -hmm. now is to define our religion according to the doctrines mm -hmm. of his religion. That was the problem. Otherwise, they had a religion, the Africans, they still practicing it now. So it's a religion with all the features of like other religions. The only difference was that there's the Ibranic faith, they had a text, they had their own text. With us, what we're doing is theory and practice. So when people were saying, no, 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 this was oral literature. No, it's not just oral, it's practical because you are told do this and you do it. So it's more practical than theoretical. I'm going to ask you to hold it there, Mama, because we really have run out of time based on our prior agreement. But I can't move on without taking just even one call. That is okay. Mac in Tabazimbi. Mac is going to ask a question. You're going to answer just that question, Ma, and then we're okay. going to get on to the conversation that you are going to host with the guest that you are going to confirm to us. Mac, good evening. Good evening, Sir. Mm, good how evening, are you, Mama. So, I would like to ask Mama. Yes, there's a scripture in the Bible where Jesus said, uh, we will not see the kingdom of God if we are not born again. And then 
Christians of these days perceive a traditional or African religion as something that is out of the context of Jesus Christ and the Bible. So I'd like to ask, is there a scripture in the Bible that is against African religion? Short and sweet. Thank you so much, Mac. Mama, you I think that question you can ask from a Christian because I'm not a Christian. But I've heard them even misquoting what is in the Bible, saying that in Matthew 5, verse 17, Jesus said, I've not come to abolish rituals, and yet Jesus was not talking to us. He was talking to his own people, the Jews, saying, I have not come to abolish your rituals, your laws, the law of Moses and the teachings of the prophets, and come to fulfill them. He was referring to them. That is why they, what the people are doing, they are citing the Bible to, 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 to undermine African traditional religion. There is a text somewhere that, uh, you see, as if we were in the darkness. You know, that was now... The, the, the concept that was used by colonizers to say Africans are in the darkness. So, okay, we're coming with the light. So you're in the darkness. Come out of the darkness. Come to us. So again, that is religious hegemony. So that is why we are saying let us promote and protect all religions, all languages, and all cultures. And no culture must define another. No religion must define one another. This, 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 what, what we should do, we should not use a certain religion as a point of departure to interpret another religion. Let those mm-hmm. religions define themselves. You see, we will so talk I about this some more. I can't no, use I've got the you. Bible to answer your questions because I don't use your Bible. I, I don't use it's outside my practices. All I know is, and it might even be inappropriate, but I'll say it anyway, is I know one thing about the Bible. Whatever you want to achieve, if you are hell-bent on doing that, you can find a scripture in that Bible that endorses your thoughts. If it is left, you will find a scripture that speaks about left. If it is right, similarly so. Let's end the conversation on that note. Thank you so much. One thing we must understand, because there are young people who are listening here. Because I've, I've also studied a, 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 a religious studies, no religious, we studied all religions. If you look at the, the law, what is called the law, that is the first five books, it doesn't refer to us at all. And then from, 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 from the minor prophets to the major prophets and so on, it's all Jewish history and Jewish politics and so on, up to the revelations. So we don't feature anywhere there in the Bible. So we can't use the Bible that is out of context to us in order to define our way of life. That is why I'm saying to our people, now stand up for your own and stand up with them so that you are at par with all of them. Don't let them define you in order to appear civilized, educated, and so on. You are educated in your own space. Fantastic. Let's leave it there, Mama, because I fear that we might really engage deeply if we ask another question. But I have to just read out this message, which is a contribution from the listener at home. It's Isaac. 
Hi, Songezo. Is this African religion that Dr. Mdende is talking about the religion that was practiced pre-colonial times? Secondly, is this African religion she is talking about online with indigenous knowledge systems and African spirituality? In other words, how accessible is this? Mama Mdende, 30 seconds, please, Mama. 30 seconds, please respond The second one is 100%. It is in line with IKS. The first one, let, let, let us not allow those people who want to evangelize us to say this is a practice of the past, pre-colonial. It was there pre-colonial, colonial, even post-colonial. That is why you Fantastic. find, oh, Mamunde, and I was not there pre-colonial, but I'm here now. <laughs> and there are so many who are here now, who are practicing it now. Like all Fantastic. other religions, because if you take about Christianity, you'll, t- you'll talk about Paul. Paul was living then, but he's not living now, but he's still cited even now. Fantastic. Good point. On another day, we will have to discuss this, probably another day in this month still, <laughs> because we're going to get okay. deep into heritage stuff. Mamum Dende, let's take a short break, after which I'm going to leave it all up to you to take over with your interview with your chosen guest. Everybody else, please join us, 891 The conversation must continue, only this time with Dr. Nobuzolam Dende, who is the takeover guest this evening.